Welcome to Color Outside the Lines. I'm Krista, and this podcast is for you if you are ready to step out of society's narrative and build a life that is completely aligned to who you are and what you are meant to be doing, and feel safe doing so. Together, we rewrite old programming and create our own stories that guide us toward our most authentic selves. You being you is what the world needs most right now. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to this week of Color Outside the Lines. This week, I am so excited to introduce you to a very special guest whose world I came into probably just a few months ago. I don't think it's been that long. Um, It's one of those really cool situations where I probably can't even remember how I came upon her. So it was definitely divine for both of us. And um, I have been being coached by her for the last couple of months in her Voxer Mini Minds, which she will talk about. So I'm really pleased to introduce you to Katie Fleming, who is an intuitive business coach for ambitious moms. So for any of you moms out there who are listening and wanting to run your business from a place of, this is my favorite thing that you say, Katie, make sure I'm saying it right, presence and profitability, she is the one for you to listen to today. So I'm so excited. Katie, is there anything you'd like to add to that introduction before we get going? Oh my goodness. You did great. I love it so much. This is profitable presence is like my, my jam. And that is like, your presence is the most profitable thing you can do. Um, in anything. So if you're present with your children, or if you're present with your business, if you can bring your whole self into the now, that's where you're going to experience the most profitability, which is way more than money. It's about the richness of experience, the richness of our, our, our now moments, which can include the money. We're here for that too, but it's so much greater as heart-centered transformational leaders that we all are. Um, and so, yeah, I've just loved having you in my world, Krista, you and I are just like, we get jamming on some crazy cool stuff. And I know we're going to get into some of that today, but I just, love how our intuitions like roll together and create some incredible, incredible things. So I'm excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. And I've really enjoyed being in your world and being in the Voxer Mini Minds. And one of the reasons why I wanted to ask you to come on today is because my podcast, as you know, is called Color Outside the Lines. And we talk all about what that means, what it means to color outside the lines. And so I started out this podcast, the kind of the inspiration for it came from watching my son go to kindergarten. And I really struggled with like, should I put him in school? And I know you and I've had this conversation before. Should I put him in school? Should I keep him out of school? What should I do? And his very first week of kindergarten, you know, he comes home and he has these, like before he would color his papers and everything would be red because red was his favorite color and he loved it. And he would just put red all over the paper. And then slowly over time, his paper started to change where like trees started to be brown and green and like things started to be the quote, right color. And he started to color inside the lines. And I said, is this really how you want to be coloring or are you coloring this way? Because this is how you're being told. And he said, well, I want to color this way so I don't get in trouble. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is the programming that we are taught at such a young age. And then later we just live that out in our lives. And one of the things that you teach is the exact opposite of that, right? Is to learn how the both and principle that you love to talk about, learn how to live your life on your own standards and learn how to color outside the lines. And so I would love for you to talk a little bit about that and kind of how did you get to this point where you are living your life with running a successful business, you homeschool your girls, part-time, um, and you're very profitable with it. So how, how did you get to this point? Hmm. 
<laughs> I just got the hip tingles. <laughs> Anybody that knows me knows that's when something like the presence of God is like in the room. So this is cool. Okay. So from the get-go, I knew that like I would not be following the traditional path. Mm -hmm. I knew this was before the world of blogging really existed. This was 2007 when I was still in high school dating my soon-to-be husband that it's, it's all a crazy story. I was a very powerful manifester, even at 16 years old. Cause the moment I met James Fleming, I knew James Fleming was going to be my husband and I would be Katie Fleming. Literally knew it, told my best friend. She thought I was crazy, told him he thought I was crazy. Took him about six months to realize I wasn't crazy and that we are meant to be. And that was that. But here's the thing I knew. I knew that I would be able to pursue whatever my thing was professionally, like using my mind, using my skills to do something. And then I also knew on the flip side of that, that I would have a home and I would be present and I would be pretty much the primary caregiver. And I am to this day. That's very important to me that I, no matter what my husband's schedule or work situation is, that I still am a huge part of the, the care and the atmosphere of this home. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's always been a big thing. And so kind of what happened was like, I had to make decisions based on like what got me closer to the thing I wanted. So for example, this is a silly example, but it was like, I was getting gifted a car for my 18th birthday, a graduation pre present from my grandfather, huge blessing, paid for a car. Mm -hmm. And I opted not to have the brand new sedan. Instead, I opted to have the used SUV because I knew that I would have this car when I had a new, a newborn. And I wasn't going to put a car seat in a sedan, I'd rather have the mom SUV. And so that was what I drove until Lizzie was like two. And then we got a minivan, <laughs> but it was like, what I'm trying to say is like, everything was always like, does this get me closer to the ultimate goal? So then when I went to college and I got an accounting degree and I chose not to go get my fifth year and get a CPA license because I didn't want the private accounting life of 80 hours a week, that didn't align with what I saw. Mm -hmm. but I did see how accounting could use some of my analytical strategy, little things, parts of my personality, mm -hmm. and also get me into a place where like, yeah, I could work from home if I needed to. And that's what got me in the door. I'm going on a long story here, but that's what got me in the door to one of my jobs where I was like managing a real estate brokerage on the financial side and started dabbling in marketing as well for them was I, I started to work from home half, half the time. My, I pitched the owner and I was like, Hey, I'm going to work. I'm going to work from home 20 hours a week and I'll work in the office 20 hours a week. And what most high achievers do is they realize that their, their 20 hours is like most people's 40. And so we got all the work done in the office and then went home and was on call with my newborn, was able to be present with her, all that good stuff. So that's what kind of got me spinning of like, okay, wait a second. We can actually create whatever we want here. And that was 2013. Um, and then I start to find the online marketing space, which opens up a whole new world and land upon coaching, realizing that like, I'm actually really good at intuitively supporting the people that are in front of me and helping extract their genius. Because mm -hmm. I never see the work that I do as like me giving you my genius. It's actually me igniting and activating the thing that's in you. Mm -hmm. And that's what comes out and transforms you. It's not me transforming you. It's you being shown the resources you already have within through your own God connection. And that's what transforms you. Yeah. So this journey has been one of like, if I could just sum that whole long story up into one thing, it's like, what's your vision? And you may not know, like I didn't know then it was a coaching business, but I knew it was some kind of way that I'm going to be able to use my skills in and out of my home, pursue my calling both in and out of my home. And every decision I made 
it was like, does this get me closer to what I want or further away? Mm -hmm. And then over time, these little stepping stones, all of a sudden you land on something and you're like, oh, wow, this is what, this is what I remember feeling. This is the reason why I got that phrase that just popped up. Like when I channeled the phrase, pursue your calling both in and out of your home back in 2016, when I started my podcast, I had no idea the depth of that phrase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 been a journey of uncovering what that actually means to where like now I'm like, okay, yeah, we're like actually living this, me and all the women in my world. And it's so cool. Yeah. And I love that. And I love, I love for, I love that you described that entire journey because I feel like so often we we skip to the end and we kind of feel like we have to have it all figured out, right? We have to know, like I have, I have clients so often feel like that they have to like already know all the things before they put themselves out there to do anything. And so I love that you described the journey of being able to use every piece of where you've been to get you to where you're going. And so what would you say to moms who maybe they don't know exactly what they want yet, or I should say all entrepreneurs, not just moms, let's not leave anybody out. (laughs) But what would you say if like to somebody who doesn't really know for sure, like what the end goal is? So this is, you got to kind of start to chase your desires. Like I remember some of the first, like when I had no idea what I was doing or what the plan was, I I dabbled in like creating a planner. Like I had an idea for a planner. I had an idea for this, this software that I'm sure I'll eventually create because it was a really good idea. But, (laughs) but you know, one of the first things I did was I took my tax return money. I remember this 2013 took my tax return money and bought an iMac with Photoshop on it and, and Illustrator. And I started to play around with, with that software and learning those things and bought a course that was like a hundred bucks or something, which today I'm like, that was cheap. But I remember how I felt spending a hundred dollars on an Illustrator course. Like this doesn't make sense, Katie, you're not a designer. Like, Mm -hmm. no, but the reason I'm telling you this is I was excited about it and learning new skills will, will always open up new things to you. So like, what is your interest right now? Maybe you're like, I'm really interested in like the psychology of sales. Cool. Go learn NLP. There's so many incredible resources out there you can start to tap into. And when we gain these new skills, we then open up ourselves to a whole new reality of options that are now available because we're now at a new level of understanding of the things around. So if you're somebody that's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I can feel something brewing. Kind of ask God for support to like, okay, what is the thing that I should be like playing with right now and just literally go into it with a childlike play. Like you don't have to be some NLP master right out the gate. You probably won't be, Yeah. but it could be really powerful for you to just start to immerse yourself in that world, gain knowledge, listen to podcasts, read books. Like it's just incredible the things we can shift just from a couple of little things like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. So you kind of touched on this a little bit um, when you were telling your story, but I feel like often, so often um, we do get caught up in the how, right? Like, well, but how do I do that? Well, how do I, how would I, like, if I went and became like started reading about NLP, like how would I translate that into a business? How would I make money from that? That kind of thing. So um, what would be your, like, if I came to you with that, those thoughts or those questions, what would you say? Yeah. I love it because it's, it's honestly one of the questions that's, that is like the base of everything. It's like, okay, I have this vision. It finally dropped in. I have the clarity, but then how it's, there's always a how you're so that, but the the big thing I want to say is that the how is never our responsibility. Mm -hmm. If you, 
if you're, if you, for example, if you know a move is on the horizon for your family and you can feel that you're being called to a different area and you have no idea which area, your mind is going to want to be like, well, how are we going to do this if we have no idea where we're going? And, but the truth is like, you're, you don't need to figure that out yet. You haven't been given that step yet. It will come when it's time. Like we are always given exactly what we need when it's time, but you might find yourself in a conversation with a longtime friend who moved to the state that you've kind of been eyeing and you're like, whoa, yeah, that's the one. And then all of a sudden, these little yeses here and there start to open up more pathways that bring in more of the how. Mm -hmm. And you're given each how. Like we don't have to figure out the whole thing. Like for example, in in our businesses, it's like, all right, how how do I hit 10K months? Well, I mean, there's probably, there's a myriad of ways you could do it, but like let's tune in. Let's, let's tune back into like your mission and the why you're doing this. Like, why do you even want that in the first place? What is the thing there? Let's stay connected to that. And then all of a sudden you're going to be open to receiving. This is why it's really important to be in your, in your presence in the now moment, because you're going to be open to receiving the little nudge that says, Hey, go live today. Or, Hey, reach out to that person that you just thought of randomly, but you talked to them two weeks ago about coaching and like now's the perfect time to follow up or, Hey, send this email or, Hey, write this post. Like you're not going to be able to hear those when you're just sitting here going, yeah, but how God, how, how, how Mm -hmm. you can't hear any of that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then even if we do, sometimes the big thing is like, we think it's got to be more complicated than it is. So when the how instruction comes in, we're like sitting here going, yeah, but that's not enough. Yeah. But like, what if it actually is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What if it actually is? That's such a great question. And, and I love to, um, I love to ask my clients that question. Like, what if you did know, what if you did know the next thing, right? Because oftentimes that question allows the thing to come through, right? Because if you're saying, as you just said, if you're saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, then you're believing yourself, right? And your body is literally believing you that like, yeah, I don't know. And so I'm not going to bring that thing up that you're supposed to do. So I love that. Um, Okay. So I would love to go into, um, thank you so much for sharing all that. And I would love to go into the experience that we had together last week in the mini mind. So Katie does these, um, they're called Voxer mini minds and they're once a month. And basically it's like five days of Voxer group coaching. And they're really, really fun, really powerful. And I've been in two of them so far. And last week, um, I was kind of in the how, right. That was kind of what was going on is, um, I had made this decision about an income level that I would love to, to, um, energetically have that be my set minimum. And I was starting to experience that coming in and that money was flowing in. It was exciting. It was awesome. And then I was experiencing the resistance around it. And that's been kind of a pattern, um, for me that I've seen in myself, I've seen in clients that I have. And so, um, the, the coaching that you gave me on that, I'll let you kind of describe it, but the coaching that you gave me on that was really powerful and really helped me. And I'll describe kind of what I've experienced since then. So, I came to you with that and I kind of said, Hey, why do I keep having these, um, you know, sort of dips, right. Um, where I like start to receive, start to receive. And then I like dip into like fear and lack. And so I'd love for you to describe what we went through and then maybe what you do with your other clients as well. Yes. This is so cool. Okay. So we like went into a vision together. I think that's the best way to explain it. For some reason we were in a pantry. No. And then we were going up a mountain (laughs) and down a valley. No. So here's the, here's the cool thing. My coaching never, it never looks the same for any one person. And what's really cool about 
Krista and I's experience inside the Voxer Mini Mind last week was did not look anything like any of the other conversations, right? Yes, totally. And it's not that like it can't, but like it was exactly what you needed that week for many reasons. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things we we did is we went into, I guess the best way to explain it is we went into your body and the way things felt. And you were so good. You were so good at like just being able to describe what things felt like in ways that don't like, because most people can't let go of the logic long enough to be like, I don't know, but my left shoulder feels like a sponge and it seems like it's dripping water. And yeah, you didn't, you didn't say that, but I'm just saying, that's just what came up for me now. But it's like, it's such a different way. And you were so, you went so fully into it. I think that's why we got to share this vision together and, and really bring through, um, through things. So like what happens in our bodies are communicating things with the external world. That's how we're reacting, right? And so when we can go in and see through our mind's eye or through whatever your your channels are that you typically communicate with, for me, it's it's visually clairvoyance kind of a thing. Um, also a good clair, what is it? The knowing one, cognizant, I think it is. Mm-hmm. But whenever we can go in and kind of see like what's happening, what stories does this bring up? What rem- like memories does this bring up? What codings, what things does this bring up? And then we allow those to kind of play out and then shift because anytime we put focus on something energetically, it will transform into something new. And so that's what we did. And I would love to hear like your perspective of like, what do you feel transformed? Because we went into something and then it did shape shift into the new the new that you're stepping into. So I think this mm-hmm. is a good segue for you. Yeah. So it was really cool because I feel like for my coaching, um, the way that I coach is, is sub we do subconscious reprogramming, which is awesome and getting into the subconscious, but it is a lot more like in the mind. Right. And it's more about, um, not necessarily, it is listening to your body, but not in the way that we just did. And so I feel like my coaching just expanded (laughs) from this experience, which is awesome. And I love how you talk about that, where like every time like you're in a container with anybody, like the, the ripple effect is just really powerful because we're all going to go out and, and give this to the world now. Right. Which is so cool. So for me, um, so basically kind of what we went through is, uh, Katie asked me to like feel into my body and feel where this sort of lack was coming in. Right. So I would feel this like abundance and this like amazing flow and trust and everything's working out and kind of expectancy and excitement. And then as soon as, um, things would start to flow, clients would flow in easily, money would flow in easily, that kind of thing. Then I would, I would kind of put up this resistance and it would be like, okay, that's enough. Like that's enough. I don't, I don't need anymore. You know, like that's too much. And, um, and so I felt that, um, sort of like a gut punch. And so like through a a series of visualizations, we kind of got to the point of realizing that like one of my, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but one of my things is, I love to have a like pantry that is like overflowing that you just can't, you can't even find anything because there's just so much food. And you know that when you come home, you like, don't even have to think about what you're going to make because like, there's just so much food and you can just pull whatever out and there's going to be plenty for everybody. Right. And so Katie had me sort of visualize like the pantry emptying. And then like, what would have, like, what do I feel like standing in front of an empty pantry? And it was really interesting because 
I think that you had the expectation that I was going to panic. And actually I felt like, okay, great. The pantry's entry, uh, empty. Like let's, what's, let's, what's going to happen next. Let's see what's ha- going to happen. And like, God's going to show up now. And like, you know, like I was able to manifest from a place of emptiness and lack. Right. And so that's when we kind of got to the like, okay, cool. It's really easy to manifest from lack, but how can we manifest from overflow? And so then that's when we got to the place of the fire. Like I felt like I I've had a sore throat for weeks, for weeks. I got really sick a few weeks ago and then I've had a sore throat since then. Um, and it's just been kind of dull. It hasn't bothered me that much, but it's been there. And so that's when we got to the fire in the throat and that my throat was on fire. And so then Katie asked me to move the fire like down, like either you can put the fire out or you can move the fire somewhere else in your body. And I felt like I wanted to move it down into my gut area where I felt that gut punch because it felt comforting. Like it felt like it was going to relax that gut punch. Right. So immediately I, I cannot make this up. Like it blew my mind when it happened (laughs) and I immediately called my husband. I was like, you're not going to believe what just happened. So I did the visualization. I moved the fire into my gut and my sore throat. I have not had a sore throat since that moment. Like it was immediately relieved and it hasn't come back. And then now for the past week, since this has happened, anytime that, um, that feeling of like, oh, I need to go back into lack because I don't know how to manifest unless I'm in lack, right? That kind of gut punch feeling happens. I just turn up the furnace, as you would say, right? Like I allow that fire to kind of fill me and it calms everything down. And it's kind of this feeling of like, you're completely supported. Everything's taken care of. You don't need to worry, right? Um, And so it's been really, really cool to start to um, just allow, allow more into my life, right. Allow myself. And it's only been a week so far. Right. But really cool things have happened, right? Like opportunities have come up even in the last few days that were things that were unexpected for me, right? Like they weren't things I was chasing after. They weren't things that I was, um, even like even had on my radar. Right. And they've come up, um, and I've allowed myself to receive them versus being like, Oh, that's too much. Or, Oh, that's like not supposed to happen. That kind of thing. Right. And I think this is a really common feeling that we have. Um, probably there's probably some subconscious beliefs going on in there, right. Of like why, but being able to, in a time where I couldn't necessarily find that belief at that moment, but being able to use that fire inside of me to calm me has been really, uh, it's been pretty magical actually. You can tap and you can tap back into that at any point. And like, as we're talking, I can re put myself back into that whole experience with you and I, mm-hmm. and I remember feeling that the, for me, it was, you say gut punch for me, the way I felt it for you was like a clamp, like mm-hmm. a, um, uh, like a star Wars door shutting, like, Broop, nope, can't get through oh, kind of a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, now you've got this furnace thing that you can always tap back into, to where you, when you feel yourself going back into those patterns, you can tap back into this, the body knowing, because yeah. this is what like a lot of, of really brilliant. Like, I mean, this is, this is our type, right? We are just very smart type a, we study the heck out of everything, connect the dots yeah. with anything, <laughs> but, and we know how to get ourselves to the breakthrough in the mind. Like we should be able to get there, but like, why can't we? Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's beyond the mind now it's into the body and it's, it's, we've got to shift the codes that are existing here that are playing out 
in ways we don't quite understand. And like, yeah, you could try to figure out like why the furnace works or why, Mm -hmm. like what beliefs are connected to that or whatever, but also you don't necessarily have to. Yeah. You don't have to. And that's kind of the, the, what's been a freeing thing for this like kind of new way. Um, and I hesitate even saying that, but it's like just this, this level of, um, coaching. It's like, we don't have to figure out in the mind how it works. We just, we just know, and we can feel that like, yeah, things are shifting in ways, subtle, seen and unseen. Yeah. And I love that you said that because I immediately, my thought after I had that experience with you was how did she do that? Right. And so I immediately was like, I need to, I need to learn this. I need to go get the certification for this. I need to whatever, right. To add this to my repertoire. And so instead I didn't even ask you, but instead of doing that, I just tried it with one of my clients. And I was like, you know, if it goes poorly, then fine. Right. Like it's no big deal. And we'll move on to something else. Um, it was extremely powerful for her too. And she was able, same thing. Like she was able to really describe what was happening to her And then, but then I thought like, well, how am I going to know, right? This is back to the how, right? We always ask ourselves, well, how, well, how, well, how, right? Well, how am I going to know what to tell her to do next? And I intuitively just knew what to tell her to do, right? When somebody describes something to you going on, right? Like when I describe a fire to you, well, you know that the thing to do is to put a fire out, right? Or to use a fire for good. So it's Mm -hmm. not like, we have to like sit down and think about like, okay, what are the possibilities of what each person is going to say? And what are the possible things that we could have them do with that thing? Right. It's like a natural um, way of just knowing like, okay, if somebody says that like they're in pain, let's figure out what would they need to get out of that pain? Or if somebody says that they're cold, what would they need to get warm? You know, like, it's just a very natural way of thinking about um, how to help somebody inside their body. And I think it's just really, it's really interesting and really powerful. Yeah. And it's, it's something that's going to be unique to each person. And the thing about it is, is each healing, I guess we could call it that each experience has something for you, the person that's asking for the coaching, but it also has something for me. So it, it, we literally Mm -hmm. go into a collective vision together. Like I can't unsee the things we walked through Mm -hmm. the way it was in my mind, which probably looks different than yours. Like you were standing technically in front of my pantry, not yours, but, (laughs) but you know, it's still, that's how I saw it in my mind. And then I went, I witnessed right alongside of you, the people coming to the door and the, and the lasagnas and all the other stuff that happened in your, in your experience. Um, so you just get to a place where you're like, everything's self-sourced. Like, yes, I technically witnessed somebody else doing the same method, but it's not like I went into like, how do I do it their way? It was like, it's in me. And I never go into like coaching, like today I'm going to use this, this little, you know, methodology or whatever. No, it just, it just happens. Like some, that's why every woman in the mini mind, there was nine in there. You all had different like different ways I showed up, like different tools that I pulled out and different mm-hmm. things that ended up coming into the conversation because you all needed different things. Mm-hmm. So, but that is one of the beautiful things I want to go back to this because you mentioned this, but it's like, this is one of the beautiful things about witnessing coaching with really powerful entrepreneurs and coaches mm-hmm. is you then open yourself up to kind of their codes. Mm-hmm. And the best way to think about this is, I don't know if you're a Star Wars fan, Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. So we went on a, a kick recently of watching episode seven, eight, nine. Okay. And my husband's like, why, why is Ray so much more powerful than any of the other Jedi's before? Like, why does she, she's never been trained and she's just 
picking this up? Like what's going on? And I'm like, first of all, she's a female, number one. Obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But but I was like, it's because she has the openness and she's witnessing them do it. And then she immediately opens the code for herself. Mm-hmm. So she witnesses Kylo or Ben solo. I like to call him that. Um she witnesses Ben do something and now the power opens up for her as well. Uh-huh. So she's immediately swapping codes. And that's actually that's actually how it's how it's able to work. And I just wanted to bring that to your awareness because it's like that's exactly what you did. You witnessed it mm-hmm. in your own self, self-sourced it, brought it up when it made sense, and it was intuitive, yes, for you and your client, and then started to walk that out with them. And that's so cool. I love that. That's so beautiful. So can you talk a little bit about this? And this is something I talk about on this podcast a lot. And basically it's this idea of like doing it your own way. That's kind of, this kind of dovetails into that. Um, because we have so often, I have people come to me who have tried other people's strategies and have been really disappointed in the results that they've had. Right. And it's, I, sometimes I think it's really hard for people to get to the place of self-trust to do exactly what you just described, right. To be able to run their business and then also coach in a way or whatever they're doing, be a service provider in a way that is really authentic to them and isn't influenced by other people's methodologies necessarily. Yeah. It we have so getting other immersed in other people's methodologies is not bad. Like you should probably, if you're new to online business, you probably should come in my world and see how I launch stuff, come into Krista's world, join her containers, like see how we do the things. It's definitely worth it. Cause you're gonna learn and feel new things. But the the key is we want to digest it. Like we want, we don't just want to eat the thing and then be like, oh, I can do the thing now. No, no, no. Like it needs to go through your body. You probably need to poop some stuff out. Like it need, you know, there needs to be some detox so that you keep what is only meant for you. And then, and then we grab from within. So it's like, it's like you've got a bunch of manuals that are installed on your computer, but mm-hmm. like other ways. But then it's like, okay, what's my move knowing all that I know? How can I pull it all together in a really cool way? And that comes down to self trust. And that comes down to stop, like not saying those three words, I don't know, because you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do. If you, another good question I love to ask is like, if you had to guess, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yeah. And that's one of the things we talk about a lot too is conscious language and being really aware of the way that you're talking about um, everything that you're doing and the way that, because I, I, I guess I'm just imagining um, someone listening to us having this conversation and sort of feeling like it's out of reach for them. Right. And this idea of, um, being able to like sort of transmute a coaching experience into, um, their own coaching, like that kind of thing. Right. And I don't want it to feel like so out of reach. I want it to feel like something that is available to everyone. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it it starts with like believing that it is like this, even this conversation is shifting you in ways seen and unseen. Um, you, you now, like the person listening, they've seen things as we talk, we brought them into the vision too. Like they're starting to experience this. And so we've, we've had this conditioning that like this energetic world doesn't exist, but it does. And so like, how does, how does, you know, Krista having this fake fire in her belly help her to 
sign more clients and make more money. I don't know. I don't know how, but I know that like there is power in her mind continually reminding herself that like, Hey, you're safe. Hey, you've got this. Mm-hmm. Hey, that fire is warming and, and providing security and food and like whatever, like that's what fires do when they're used constructively. So it's, yeah, it's like not, doesn't, it's not really there, but like it is creating things in the 3D that are real from these energetic worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I get it. Like none of this, I, I get it. Like I, I have two parts of me that are like, one part makes sense. One part's like, y'all are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And they battle each other always, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> I feel the same way. And you and I come from very similar backgrounds. And so sometimes there is that kind of those old voices saying like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Like, what are you thinking when you're talking about this stuff? But once you start to experience it, it's like, you can't unsee it. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, sure. Like maybe it's all made up, but my throat is not sore anymore. I can't make that up. I didn't, I didn't just invent that. Right. Um, maybe it was the power of my mind saying I wasn't going to have a sore throat anymore, but regardless it worked. right? Right. Um, you know, even if we're, taking sugar pills, as it were, it doesn't matter because the sugar pills are working. Right. And so, um, I think that it's, I think it's worth saying that, that there is a, there it's okay to kind of question it. It's okay to kind of think like, wow, this feels really fantastical. And this feels really out there. Um, because I think both you and I have done that and both you and I probably still have some of those voices sometimes that come through and say like, Hey, you need to be careful or Hey, watch out or whatever. Right. Um, but in reality for me, um, I found more joy and more peace and more safety in trusting myself and in learning to trust in the energetic world than ever before in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the big thing is like with anything, these tools, um, can be used correctly in the right hands or incorrectly in the wrong hands. And so I look at my life and my business, my coaching as I'm a steward, like it, I I don't want to own any of this stuff. I'm a steward. Mm -hmm. And so like whatever I've been given gifted through know-how experience, like whatever, I'm here to steward that. And also on the other side of that, like I, I don't want to heal anybody. I don't want to be a savior. Mm -hmm. I'm not God none of that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But I know who God is. And I know that that source connection exists within you. And it's my goal to illuminate for you that connection that already exists and allow that to be the thing that shifts you, not mm-hmm. me. Cause that's not going to do anybody any good if I'm on a pedestal or you put it or anybody puts a methodology on a pedestal. Like I, I see that a lot with like, well, my human design says I'm this, so I can't do that. Well, no, you're just putting your human design on a pedestal. Yes. Same thing with Enneagram, same thing with coaches and gurus, same thing with all of these things that we use as, as just little tiny saviors. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you knew that I started out as an Enneagram coach. Yeah. Yeah, I did about, um, like about a year and a half ago. And, um, I, I discovered the same thing that you're just describing where it was like, people couldn't get past once they figured out what their number was, they couldn't get past the block of like, well, that's who I am now. Right. And so I slowly started to like shift away from it because I felt like it was, I still think it's really powerful. And I still think that those things are, like you said, really great tools, but I, I don't want them to be additional blocks 
whenever we're trying to like get to the heart of things and get to the bottom of things. Right. And I do have this belief that we can be and do anything that we want. And so it, the number doesn't really matter, right? The human design doesn't really matter. The star chart doesn't really matter. It can be informative if that's helpful to you, but past that, it's like being able to tap into the truth of who you are is really what matters, you know? Yeah. And that's why I think, I think you and I had talked about this in like DMs. Like that's why I've not ever been able to, like, I'm not trained officially in any modalities. Mm-hmm. Like I know a little bit of human design enough to be dangerous. I know a little bit of, of Enneagram, you know, um, this coaching, whatever we're calling this style, yeah. uh, there's strategy, even business. Like I know a lot of things from a lot of different areas, but I never got to the point where I got certified in anything because I could see the trap already that existed in those, those things. And like the way I see it is like people are in boxes mm-hmm. and let's just say the nine to five box. Cause that's one, a lot of us came from like, we're in the nine to five box. And then we get out of the nine to five box just to hop into another box. That's yeah. the online business box. And that I should only have, you know, one offer or I need a webinar or like whatever the thing is. And then we get out of that box and we join another box of like, oh, now I'm in feminine business. Well, you're still in a box if you're not playing in the other areas. The the whole goal is like fullness, like bust down the walls, be completely yourself and not have anything kind of clamping you. But that is like, why is the baby safe? Like, why do they feel content in the crib? Like there's something about those walls that makes them feel comfortable. So it does take a level of like, we want to get you into new boxes that are maybe bigger, but eventually the goal is to get you completely out of the box, not depending on anything. And then you can just wield your tools as you need them to fight whatever I say fight, but like to, to do whatever's right in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that. Like it gives me this image of just like mastery over time, right? Like we're going to start out and we're going to be really clumsy and kind of like fumbling and like that kind of thing. And we're going to be like indoors somewhere, like learning something. Right. And then eventually we're going to like go out into the world with our, with our skills. And then we're going to have like this whole, like, we're going to, we're going to be surrounded, right. We're going to be surrounded with the tools that we need so that no matter what comes, like something is available to us. Something is supporting us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that the tools are bad. Like there was the season and there is a group of people that need Enneagram or need Myers-Briggs or need human design, but there comes a point in our journey. And this is why like some of my key tenets in my business are self radical, personal responsibility, discernment. And, um, I'm forgetting the third one. So I guess it's not important today, (laughs) but there's three usually anyway, (laughs) that was real life right there, (laughs) but it's like, we have to know ourselves because there's going to be a point in time where you're being asked to put down a tool that maybe has been a big part of your identity up until this point. Yeah. And that's going to come with like the releasing of the identity and, and even the grief that goes along with that. But um, yeah, there's different tools for different parts of the journey. And just because you put the tool down doesn't mean it's a bad tool. No, it's just not necessary for your, your evolution and growth at this time. Yeah. And I love how you shared in your story, how you had like each piece of your journey and you were able to like leave behind, you know, like, oh, well I, you know, I was working in this one job, I was an accountant, but then you're able to leave that behind and there's not like remorse about it. It's not like, oh, I wasted time or I wasted, you know, all this money or I wasted whatever. It's like, no, that was an important piece to get you to the next piece. And what I see with a lot of women in online business is kind of the fear to pivot, right? Because 
because it's kind of like, oh, I've spent so much time and you're even a great example of this, right? You had that 13,000 person Instagram and you moved to a brand new Instagram that's, you know, a few hundred people now. And it's like this fear of giving up the work that we've already done, like as if we're losing something when we do that. But in reality, like that work was part of the evolution to get us to where we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, what's crazy is like along the journey, I felt like everything was a pivot. I just recently had a private client of mine go back through my podcast from episode one. Uh huh. I, cr- I cringed a little bit, but she's totally. been with me a long time. So it's like, she knows my heart and everything. And it's really cool to kind of witness her perspective of me from back then. But she, um, she said, she's like, you, you haven't pivoted at all. It's not been a pivot. And I was like, and when she said that, I realized I was like, you're right. It's a deepening. I've never ever strayed from my original message, but it's been like this deeper, this uncovering, this unfolding, this like deepening of the mission. But like, if I didn't start on the journey and yeah, it was kind of like, I was kind of circling like in the wilderness, 40 years in the wilderness kind of thing. Like that's what comes to my mind. It's been, there's just an unfolding of like the thing and we're not done yet. Like it's still going, but um, we have to start, we have to start on the journey. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I've discovered in the last few years too. I was a virtual assistant for a long time and that's what led me here. And, um, I felt the exact same way as you, where it's like every piece was just me learning who I am more and more and more. And every piece of the way I've been able to share that more and more. Right. And so each person came to me at the time that we needed to be together at that time. And I needed them, whoever they were at that time and whoever I was at that time, at that time. And so it's still divine and it's still perfect, even though like my coaching is way better than it was a year ago or whatever, however we want to say it, right? Um, It was still like divine for us to be who we were in that moment and come together along the journey. And I love to think about that, that it was all, meant to be and to just be really grateful for all of the people and experiences that have gotten us here and also to be expectant of what's to come next, right? Because who knows what we're going to be talking about in five years or 10 years, right? Because we're going to keep unfolding. We're going to keep deepening and the convert, we may have another conversation like this in 10 years and it's going to be completely different and it's going to be beautiful and divine for that time as well. And we're going to giggle at our past selves and be like, oh, they're so cute. How little I know, they know. I love that you just said the thing about listening because this is only my 14th podcast episode. And so these are my beginning episodes. Keep going. It's crazy. <laughs> it is so crazy to think about just how it all winds and connections here, connections there. Oh, it's it, it's incredible. And it's it, we can this, this makes showing up and doing the practical so much easier when you can trust and know that like in your showing up, there is a match for who you can serve and help right now. So like, please go sell your services. Please go post that story. Please invite those people into your world today because they need who you are and what you have to give right now in this moment. Oh my gosh. I love that. What a perfect place to end. I was going to say, do you have any closing words? And that is absolutely perfect. Someone needs you right now, who you are right now, there's someone out there. There's a match for you that needs you right now. Katie just shared it with us. So Katie, thank you so much for joining me today and for dropping all of this wisdom, for sharing about your coaching, for sharing about our experience together. I just really appreciate it. And I really enjoyed having this conversation with you. 
Do you have any final words you'd like to say before we hop off? I think that was it. It's so weird sometimes being in my head. I'm like, I wish I could show you guys my head, but I'm pretty sure we had like a whole telepathic conversation where you asked me that. And then I said my last words. I think so. <laughs> so too. I already did. Those were like epic, epic last words. So it's so funny. Those are. Those I love are you. I'm so words. grateful for this, this conversation we've had. And I cannot wait for it to get in the hands of your listeners and just to continue to be in your world. You're the best. Me too. Me too. Thank you so much. Katie, how can people find you? Yeah. So the best place to find me is come hang out with me on Instagram at Katie Fleming. Send me a DM. I actually love it when you guys screenshot your shows and tag the host, Krista and myself. So we know you're listening. We know what your ahas were. That's like my favorite thing ever. Um, so yeah, do that. And then you can come listen on the Ambitious Mom podcast, right? Where you're listening to this one. And it's just a great time as well. So that's awesome. It. And I will share all of that in the show notes so that you guys can very easily find her. Go be part of her world. I have loved being part of her world. And I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her further. Again, Katie, thank you so much for being here. And for those of you, if you loved this episode, I would love for you to hit the subscribe button and just continue on this beautiful journey of unfolding with us. So until next time, this has been Krista and Katie reminding you that you are so powerful and you have permission to color outside the lines.